0: You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information.
1: Tell me you love me.
2: I need a good laugh. I'm holy water. You need it.
1: with Jay, Dubs, and Rocky. And Nora. We're broadcasting live from the Podcast Detroit studios in Rock in Royal Oak, Michigan. Be sure to find us at PodcastDetroit.com. What time is it? It's nooter time. Somebody bring me a mirror.
2: Happy, hump, Happy day.
3: hump day. Hello. What day
4: is it? Word. <laughs> Word? <laughs> <laughs> to your mother. Word to your mother. <laughs> oh, boy. It's going to be a Jackie. fun hi, show, hi, today. I know. Hi, hi Jess. Well, Hello. we have, we we have, well, besides our, our wonderful guests that oh. we have today, we, we have another um, special guest sitting in today because she loves country music. Yeah. <laughs> and she saw who our guest was and said, Can <laughs> and I just sit right next to him? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No one told me this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> how we, how get we have Jessica Guida in the house who is the general manager hi, of the parlor. Hi. And hi. We have, Welcome. To, we have Thing. Oh, just, today. Yeah, <laughs> I I know. Just chest number today. one? Mrs. Oh, Guida. Two. Mrs. Yeah. Guida <laughs> will call her. All right. Yeah. I can go for that. Yeah. So
2: she's, she's, she's here, here to be always excited, excited about it's
4: this. so wonderful. Because she gets to sit next to the celebrity I'm excited. I know, <laughs> you know you She gets are. to sit next
2: to me.
3: No. <laughs> no. Oh, that's not what we're
4: talking about. Not you, but that's okay. Yeah, we know, anyway. where, we know where she's <laughs> sitting. Yep. mm mm-hmm. We got it. Everybody's a little wound up today. Everybody's excited about this show. we had We started off with our... Little sip on this and and my insides are burning. Oh. <laughs> What'd you have? Yeah, I don't. It know. was probably water. It was <laughs> some. <laughs> no, it was yeah. some grapefruit
3: something. something. Oh, Grapefruit's yeah.
4: good for you. It, with vodka, it's <laughs> even better.
5: <Yeah>. it's <laughs> it, medicinal.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. That's why my insides are burning. Oh, <laughs> Such a baby. I'm a baby. Well, well, anyway, okay. So what's going on? Um, you know, I asked you guys about the Tony Awards you watch all those award shows I love the Tony Awards because I just like to see the singing and acting and I never get to go to a Broadway show so I'm always Is it all Broadway? Yes
4: I don't yes. know how I feel about Broadway. Well, you know,
3: Hamilton actually came to Detroit, right? Uh-huh. And I saw it. It was on Facebook. You know, that it was coming. Really? And so I I'm thought like,
5: he died a long time ago.
3: Well, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. That one did. But then they made another one. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> and so I looked up the ticket prices, <laughs> and they were like 300 I was like, wow, I was my God. so excited. Really? I was like, oh, I'm going to see Hamilton. I looked up the prices. And was wow. Like, <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> so was where, like. So how yeah. was this? Uh, are, are people so, into those award shows? Well, because they did. I, I've say, heard that. Like, they did say the Tony Awards. Hard. This
3: particular one was the lowest rated.
4: Oh, that's what I've heard about every one of yeah, the awards
3: shows. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but, yeah. but I, I didn't watch it the day it came on because I forgot about it. So I went back and watched it on demand, and oh my god, it was so good! They had this one girl that won. Um, she won for Oklahoma. I think it was Best Actress. Wow. And,
4: words, yeah, <laughs> goes through <laughs> the place. Yeah. I, I have, like, no idea. She's never yeah, seen, the seen the movie,
3: it. okay? She, she I, doesn't know anything no. about it. I've seen uh-huh. the movie. It was a really good movie. But uh-huh. the thing I was so happy about, this girl was in a wheelchair. Oh wow. Oh cool. Her speech was so inspiring. She wow. was saying, you know, she hopes that and I thought of Allie, of oh, course. Oh yeah. yeah. And she was saying she hopes that this, you know, isn't the last and that it they'll be more inclusive mm. and Oh that's you know, good. it was so so nice. Did, wow. How did
4: she get in a wheelchair, do you know? No. no. Oh no, okay. I don't know the backstory. Okay. But um
3: okay. it was just, just nice to see yeah. it. Because, mm-hmm. you know, when they do the show, they have each nominated um uh Musical. They have each one they perform, like they'll oh, do wow, like okay. a little part mm-hmm. of each show. Mm-hmm. And she actually, I mean, her. Oh my god! When she sang, she came out first, you know, mm-hmm. and then the other cast people came out. But she she came out and started singing, and I was like, Oh my god, yeah! You know, wow. look at listen to her voice. Don't look yeah. at her limitations. Yeah, you know that kind wow, of wow. That's
2: amazing. So
3: then it um this other. Musical that won. it was called Town. I really didn't know mm-hmm. much about it. I hadn't really heard about it. But there was a guy named Andre DeShields, and he. I think he won for Best Actor. And I just remember him saying this. He said, there are three things you should remember. Sur- surround yourself with people whose eyes light up when you enter the room. Oh, wow. Uh, Slowly is the fastest way to get to where you want to go. Oh, that's good. The peak of one mountain is the base of another. So keep climbing. Wow. I was like, (laughs) Oh,
4: really? Yeah, that was some profound stuff. Yeah. 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 It it was pretty
3: deep. Yeah. Yeah. But I, you know, I watched the whole show. It It was really good. And guess who came out to introduce, I think, one of the BB Winans.
4: Oh, really? Yeah, he was, I was like. Huh? He introduced somebody? Yeah. Wow. yeah. So we he had David Wyman yeah. on the show, yeah. what, a couple weeks ago, yeah. right? Last week. No, last not, week. Oh, yeah, it was last, last week. week. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. It was last week. Wow. Yeah. And so
3: his brother was on the Tonys. Oh, wow, that's that's so really? Cool. So I'm glad I watched because yeah. it was really, it was really interesting. Oh, wow. Wow. that is cool. Yeah. How cool. A good show. Aww. That's so awesome. So maybe you guys will watch yeah. next year. Nah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Is it on Would
2: Netflix? As soon as it goes on Netflix, that's we'll just, we'll just have her tell us. us. Yeah, we'll At least we can get the highlights after yeah. from. Dora. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. No, shout
4: that's out awesome to Ali though. McManus. Yes. Yeah, we love volume. I, I, um, I think the only awards show that I watch is the Music Awards. Yeah, but e- the last one I watched was horrible. It was horrible. It was really. I hardly
3: watch those anymore though. Really. I, I don't I watch really any of I don't mm-hmm. really think. I, well,
2: I think that the other thing too is, I mean, I work Sundays, so it's like yeah. I never see them, and then I'm not. Like, I'm not going to go back and watch them.
3: But if yeah. I hear yeah. something they like, they just I, if show I see something on Instagram. You just look Instagram, at the highlights, right? Yeah. If I see like
2: like a good performance, so, I'll go on and watch it. So the other
3: I thing I it. wanted to say to you, Kim and Kanye. <laughs>
5: Ooh, now their, it's getting real.
3: Their baby, the new baby. Don't hate on um, my Kim Psalms. Kimye. Yes. So I think David Winans, so if you're listening, Psalms ye, you should sue them
2: ye, for,
3: for, um, for taking the name from his album.
4: That's not... Then the Bible should <laughs> aren't, sue aren't him. You, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> aren't you the religious Quit one hating. of all of us? Quit hating on um, my Kimye. I'm actually hating. Why?
2: Because I Kim don't Bia. like them. Kim, if you're listening. Yep. I oh, hope gosh. she is. Nora's opinions are not I a reflection don't. of me. <laughs> <All right. laughs> or the just nooner like Nooner show. <laughs> the show. <laughs> or the Nooner
3: show. I'm a it, die it's hard all my Kimye. reflection. I don't care. It's I'm a diehard Kimye
2: fan. I'm, it's Kimye for life. life. Kanye yeah. 2020. Well, what about oh, Ki- Kylie and the Handmaid's Tale party? I didn't see that. I haven't watched the Handmaid's Tale. I can't have an opinion.
4: Oh, I don't even know what the God, hell God, hell that people. is. You people. <laughs> <are like, laughs> people. Oh, my know. God. It's horrible. No. You guys yeah. need to start reading Entrepreneur Magazine. <laughs> I'm, just, <laughs> <really>? <laughs> I'm serious.
3: And, and then what?
4: Well, it's just they don't talk about any of this stuff. So this is like a whole other world. <laughs> for you, yeah, that would be for you too, okay, Jackie. Wouldn't that's s- why my insides are burning because <laughs> <laughs> of Kim and Kanye, <laughs> yes. Uh, Kim and Kanye,
2: I just want you to know that. Oh, good, yeah, my dearest like love and affection.
4: I don't like you. He said, <laughs> isn't he like <laughs> a, <laughs> a, a preacher now or something? Yeah, like that? that's that, why the baby's name a preacher, is Sarge, but a he, minister or something. No, like that.
2: he's not any of that, they just do these like. Concert, but they're all mm-hmm. based on worship music. That's cool. It's really cool. I'd go to Don't that. hate. he's gonna <sighs> hate. It's okay. It's
3: if all right. My, I'm just telling uh, you now. If my, if my mother was here right yeah,
4: now, she oh would God. what? What would she do? She would say, What's
3: the difference between someone She'd maybe, be like,
4: This world is going to hell.
2: Okay, but like, okay, so well, like, it in is. With or Hispanic is. culture, <laughs> if they can't find the name for a, a kid, they open the Bible and the first name they see that's, Oh, really? Yeah, that's like a big thing. Like, Jose, oh. that's. Uh-huh. Or wasn't that Jesus or something? Like, that's Jesus in Spanish, right? I don't know. Or what no. is no, Jesus. 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 that's Jesus. it is. But there's so many people <laughs> named Jose. Jesus. You know Jose. what I mean? Jose. Whatever. goes to Kanye's <laughs> church. So I go to Kanye's. Whatever it is. That's, that's what, that's what is. it is. So you go to go church quite a bit. <laughs> what What's the difference between that and then them naming their kids Psalm? I mean, it's like. Yeah.
3: I just think I because know. they're or John they're or Matthew, it's the they same. always try to pick a name that's going to be like, oh
2: my God, look what they name. talk. there's a kid named Apple. I mean, I know what's her name?
3: Name? Was I know. Yeah, yeah, named her kid Apple. Yeah. I mean to me, so that's people. Yeah, just so people can than... be like, oh my, that, that's named your name. I kid I mean, Nora. I mean, I know, <laughs> and it was perfect, and it was like, and then everybody was like. Oh. And the clouds parted, <laughs> and the sunshine <laughs> on her one baby. <laughs>
4: <Yep>. <laughs> it doesn't matter what they name. If they would have named her, is it a she or he? It's a he. Baby. It's a oh, he. If they would have named him it's a Nora. Him. You would be mad.
5: One of their kids. Oh,
3: I definitely would have been. Mad. Yeah, I, I would. You, I mean, you would have. <laughs>
5: yeah. What are the rest of the kids' names?
3: North, North, Saint, Saint, Saint Chicago, Chicago, Chicago. Chicago.
5: Chicago. Yeah,
3: Chicago is there. That is and song. Interesting. And song. Yeah. That's so. So the nicknames is going to be what? Shy Town, shy for Chicago. Shy, Shy Town,
4: Palm. Because people really are going to say
3: Palm. They're not going to say Psalms because right. you know the P is right. silent. So they're going to be like Palm.
4: Yeah, <laughs> I don't. Care. Hey, Palm.
2: It's not something I would name my child. But Come
4: here, Palm. I would name All my right. child after Jessica. Enough, uh. enough. That's only because she wants you to babysit forever. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be worried if somebody named their kid after me. Mm, you don't would. You worry. Mm. <laughs> oh, oh. Just kidding.
2: I will name my child
4: after you, yeah. You that have a beautiful does, name. That does not. My daughter named my, my be a babysitter. <laughs> right, let's just <laughs> get that out.
3: My, my daughter named my, my granddaughter after me. Oh,
4: that's so really? sweet. Really?
3: was so sweet. Yeah. Which one? Amaya. Her middle name is my middle
4: name. Oh, it so that's sweet. nice. And that's she didn't nice. tell me.
3: So, you Aww. know, I had a good
4: cry. Aww, oh, my God. that's so sweet. Um, yeah, that's I was nice. like, you love me. <laughs> <laughs> the legacy continues. Yes. yes. <laughs> All righty. Anyway. Okay. Anyway, anyway, I think we should move on. I, I know think you guys so want to. You were excited right. to throw me under the bus, but I think we're no. just going <laughs> to. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> nope. We, we would have, never. Yeah. We we have a, our own superstar in the room today. Yes, we I do. So, I'm very excited about it. All right, it. so let's get going.
2: episode is brought to you by synergy development um you can call them for any construction jobs that are required you can find their link on our facebook page and um we hope you get inspired to take your leap of faith don't forget to subscribe to the nooner show wherever you listen to podcasts you can like us on facebook and follow us um on instagram at the nooner show
3: This segment is designed to showcase the stories of talented individuals who had a wish and found a way to make it happen. They set goals, overcame obstacles, and turned setbacks into comebacks. Their stories are unique, interesting, and most of all, inspiring.
2: If you're a fan of country music, then country artist David Shelby must be on your playlist. This native Detroiter whose musicianship is rooted between Detroit and Nashville is a creative force in country music. His interest in music started at an early age when he first picked up a trumpet and an accordion. He went on to study jazz and contemporary media in college. After attending his first Garth Brooks concert, he was inspired by how Garth entertained and connected with his fans. These early experiences became contributing (laughs) factors in shaping David's music success as both a craft and a business. Today, he is a nationally recognized recording and touring artist and has become a household name to thousands of dedicated fans. He is an example... Of the definition of tenacity, the quality or effect of being able to grip something firmly. With his new release of Whatever It Takes, a remake of Lifehouse's version, David Shelby is doing whatever it takes to nurture the craft he loves so much. Welcome to the Nooner Show. Well, David Shelby. Thank,
0: you Thank you very
4: much. Well, now that we got that out of the way. I know. So what do you yes. do? It all started when I was We've interviewed quite a few musicians on yes. the show. Um, and it's it really is such a fascinating journey, especially when we get to meet somebody like you that has been so successful. you stayed in it. It's such a tough business to be in. So... Take us back of how you got into it and why you got into it.
5: Wow. I remember the morning well, surprisingly. <laughs> um, it was, no, how I got into music was uh, family was always, you know, uh, huge musicians. Uh, dad played the accordion. My mom sang. Oh, okay. Yep. And uh, Motown was always always on in the house. So I kind of grew up with that culture. I'm also Polish, okay. right? So uh, my dad one day just came home with a three-quarter size accordion and said, I'm going to teach you accordion.
0: Wow. <laughs> yeah. And I was
4: like, great. <laughs> <laughs> how, how, how old were you? Yeah. How, yeah. how
5: you? Oh, geez. I had to be about maybe seven or eight.
4: Okay. Okay. And I
5: maybe a little older, but mm-hmm. I just remember, uh, at the time you don't really appreciate what he's trying to teach you, mm-hmm, right? Yeah. So uh, he used to force me to practice and I used to hate it. <laughs> so I remember like laying on my bed just with this accordion strapped over me, pressing every key I could, just going, uh, uh, like <laughs> a half hour, you know?
1: <laughs> oh man, I wish I saw that.
5: <laughs> so finally he'd walk in, All right, enough, just get out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it all started there and then uh, you know, through the School band program. Uh, I actually wanted to play saxophone. Oh, wow. Yeah, that was... I really, really wanted to play saxophone, but we went that day to go pick out instruments. Mm -hmm. And And it was gone.
3: No, my sister
5: (laughs) before me, right? uh, She's a couple years older. She played clarinet. So clarinet and saxophone are basically the same fingerings. Mm -hmm. So... I told my dad we're waiting in line. I said I want to play saxophone. He goes, "Well, if you're going to do that, just use your clister- sister's clarinet." And I was like, "Well, forget that. I'll just play trumpet."
0: <laughs> 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 so,
5: so I started trumpet in grade school and uh, ended up uh, having a knack for it and developing the craft and all throughout high school and. I was looking at colleges, looking at North Texas and Miami, and I went down to a rehearsal of a gentleman who was uh, having a rehearsal, big band rehearsal, down at the Wayne State University Jazz Building at the time. And Matt Michaels, who was one of the biggest influences in my life, was the director of jazz studies program. He is probably one of my favorite people ever. Wow. Wow. And uh, he was playing piano and uh, never met him before. He walked over and he said, uh, so... Have you thought about where you're going to college and what you're going to do? I said, yeah, I'm going to go into music, jazz. Uh, But I was looking at uh, North Texas or Miami. He goes, well, if you want to come here, I'll give you a full ride.
2: Wow. 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 Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So.
5: So I went home and told my parents and my parents kind of said, that's great. You're going to Wayne State. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Going to school in a in an urban school like that, as opposed to a cornfield school or or going away, looking back on it, I wouldn't change it for the world Mm -hmm. because you got to work. I got to work with all the amazing jazz musicians that. Made Detroit jazz scene what it mm-hmm. was all, all right. growing up, and it led to so many opportunities that you wouldn't get if you were right, you know, locked away in in mm-hmm. a dorm room somewhere. Yeah. You
4: know? Now, were your parents did did they perform or sing or write or record no. professionally, or was it just a hobby?
5: It was a hobby for them, you know. Okay. Uh, you know, when I look back on my life and, and like how I ended up in the music scene, I, I did so many things in my life before i ended up there you know um uh, my dad got laid off and then he started a mechanical engineering company okay and i helped him in our basement and it, he grew it to be a big corporation which oh, he wow. sold in 2014. so you know on top of music you know w- when you're going through it you guys all know how tough it is you need to make money so i was a mechanical right. engineer for a lot of years okay you wow. know but the perks of working at a family business is when I got opportunities, I could go. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, mm-hmm.
4: So. Huh. Hmm. Right. I know. I know. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Like not showing up for work yeah. and still being employed. <laughs> manager sitting next to you. Uh, uh, you know you're writing well, today, right? <laughs> so, uh, so did your it's parents ever uh, try and steer you away from the music?
5: no not at all they encouraged it they did big time yeah okay as a matter of fact a couple times you know uh, as you go throughout like your musical career uh you know things go well so you're in it and then things slow down you know it's a big roller coaster ride and actually i've had so many jobs i've worked at uh i worked in production at the detroit opera house when it opened oh wow i uh Got to meet Pavarotti. Oh,
4: wow.
3: wow.
5: Yeah, that was amazing because he, he always told David DiChiara, the director there, he said, if you ever get the opera house open in Detroit, I'll come and do a concert there. Wow. And, and he lived up to it, uh-huh. and he did. Wow. And I actually got to talk. To, well, I didn't talk to him. He yelled at me.
4: <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah. close
5: hey yeah. you? Was it like, hey,
3: you? What? No, I was standing <laughs>
5: backstage, and he was coming off after rehearsal, mm-hmm. and the door to the outside was open behind me, and he looked at me. I went, I totally geeked out. You know. yeah, yeah, yeah. For I was sure, just like, oh, it's Pavarotti, i have a big fan. I know how to tell that. He looked at me. He goes,
1: "Close the door." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, were you raised in a bar? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I
5: was like, "Yes, sir. Yes, sir." Right away. Right away. <laughs> so uh, I did that. I uh, thought at one point in my life I wanted to be uh, a pilot, so I enlisted in the U.S. Customs for a oh, while. Oh wow, yeah. And I ended up did getting my pilot's license, but just as a hobby, okay, part of it, private wow. pilot. So, um, yeah, so many things. Even now, today, you know, I'm very fortunate to uh, how I ended up. I moved to Nashville in 2010. That's when I signed my deal. Well,
4: uh, well wait, let's back yeah. that up for just okay. a minute. So, how do you go from jazz to, to country? To, yeah. to moving to yeah. Nashville and signing a deal. Like, what happened in between?
5: Well, okay, so got my degree uh it took me a while to get my degree because going in a urban setting like that you'd get these opportunities mm-hmm. and you know a music degree performance degree anyway is a lot like being an athlete where you know they leave early to go to professional sports okay and mm-hmm. you know i was there one day and the phone rang in, in Matt's office and he goes uh, oh you need some guys here and he handed me the phone and it was wolfman jack
1: Mm.
5: And they they were doing a tour, and this was probably one of the funnest tours with trumpet that I've ever ever done. But it was a like a oldies tour,
0: mm-hmm. you
5: know. And I and through there, I got to back up all these artists from Little Anthony and the Imperials, wow. to Temptations, to mm-hmm. the the Shirelles, wow. mm-hmm. I mean, and, and we would be on a bus and just go around the country and do stadiums, you know. Wow. And that was that was really, and the best part about that. Uh, is the hotel lobby hangs in the bar afterwards, mm-hmm. listening to all these people that blazed the trail of being the first pop stars ever. Yeah, And, you know, some were bitter, some were, you know, thankful mm-hmm. that they could still make a living. But, I mean, just hearing their stories, yeah, just, I was just gonna say, the you stories, know, yeah. too many people talk too much now and don't listen enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, well, and you just true. sit back and listen and take it all in. Mm-hmm. And it was just a incredible, incredible opportunity i got so wow. so i did that so i dropped out of college to do that then i went back to college and then uh did some other gigs or performed with as a trumpet player stevie wonder uh,
4: wow uh
5: phil collins
4: no kidding yeah
5: just all kinds of people uh johnny trudell orchestra so how are these I, opportunities I
4: coming about like because that's Again, Just networking the norm. Yeah.
5: networking you know my trumpet teacher david jennings i started with him when i was 16 years old and he was a member of the johnny tradell orchestra who was one of the major contractors in town and uh those guys nurtured me taught me how to be a professional musician you know wow. basically uh taught me how to drink taught me how to <laughs> do a lot of things but um you know so they would get a lead and go out of town they couldn't do it or you know i was with johnny uh for you know a number of years and you know you just learn your network of guys Mm -hmm. man that you just hang with and Mm -hmm. and it was it was one of the coolest parts of my life you know oh i thought you you started
3: making money like yeah
5: well uh, okay i'll tell you what it's like the last touring gig i did as a trumpet player was with the glenn miller orchestra
0: wow
5: yeah i got got the call and you know In college, when you're training to be a commercial trumpet player, there's only so many bands in the world that, you know, you're on the road 50 Mm. weeks a year doing what you love to do. Yeah. So I got a call and they were they were just looking for a sub and they said, hey, will you? You want to come up to Mackinac Island with us? And it just so happens it was my parents' wedding anniversary and they already booked the trip up there for that weekend.
3: Oh, oh wow. wow. So it worked yeah. out
5: like perfect. Yeah. It was meant to be, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I went up there. I did the gig with them. And then they uh, they offered me the full-time slot then. And so I had to drop out of school again. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I remember I was at home packing up. My mom came in and she started like tearing up, Yeah. you know, as I was packing again. And she goes, just promise me this. After this one you will finish your degree. Aww. And I promised her that, and that's exactly what I did. I
3: was going to mm-hmm. ask wow. you, did you finish? Yeah, so, yeah. yep, so I finally yeah. graduated. Okay. And
5: and then I was let out into the world with this great jazz degree,
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> waiting
5: for the money to roll in. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, on that tour, I made $350 a week, and out of that, you had to pay your own hotel and food bill.
4: Oh, wow. Yeah.
5: So, so yeah. that's what you're up against. Yeah. Yeah, wow.
4: yeah but the experience. Hey, yeah, that is, yeah. yeah it's a resume builder yeah. for sure. Right, and the networking and the context. Mm-hmm. So from there, how did you end up in Nashville?
5: Well, there was a number of years where I was in the disenchanted phase of the music industry, mm. right? After that, I'm like, man, I, I just can't make a living doing this. It's tough, mm-hmm. you know? So uh, I was working that- for-
4: that, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but that's I'm glad you brought we that up because that, that, yeah, yeah that does seem to be where so mm-hmm. many people fall off. Right, you know, exactly. As they're well, trying to move up, and you know,
5: there was a good friend of mine from college who I I credit, and he's no longer with us. Unfortunately, he passed away, but he was the Barry player down at Wayne State, uh, Rob Richards, and he called me one day, and he was like, uh, "Hey, this is." I know you're not really playing anymore, but there's this R&B band in town called the Regular Boys. And uh, they were a popular east side band. And they said, they're looking for a trumpet player. You want to come out. And so I think I went out, sat in with them a couple of times and eventually just worked my way into that band for like seven years, I think. Oh, wow. I was with them. And it was in that band where I got the opportunity to start singing more. Oh, but I was wow. doing, like, Me and Mrs. Jones. I was doing, you know, R&B stuff. And um that's where I kind of got the bug to do, like, singer-songwriter. You wow. know, when, when you start getting that experience, right? So uh the, a bass player in town, Nolan Mendenhall, heard me. And, uh, you know, and at that time, really, country music was the last genre where you could really tell a story in a song anymore mm-hmm. you know i mean uh, uh pop and and mm-hmm. rock and everything kind of really gotten away from storytelling at that point point. Mm-hmm. and so and that's what i wanted to do was tell stories so i started teaching myself guitar and started writing songs and and no one produced my first album here in detroit
4: wow. wow no kidding yep
5: and then i uh met with tim roberts from wycd and uh he said i think you should go to nashville and and give it a shot so Mm -hmm. moved down there didn't know anybody didn't know anything i had a bag of my cds in there and back then there was a little section of downtown called music row yeah Mm -hmm. and uh, and i just cold called every door You did? yeah yeah just went and knock 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 oh yeah uh just leave it in the box you know that's a famous (laughs) one or you know not interested and there was one lawyer who uh who picked up the phone and his wife was from gross point. So he said, if he turned me away, his wife would never forgive him.
4: Oh. <laughs> wow. wow. And it
5: happened to be a uh, Tim and face lawyer. And wow. he was one of, one of the top 16 in, in this city. So I got very fortunate. Mm-hmm. Um, and from there, he hooked me up with my first producers, which led to the, the record deal and, and signing with the publisher and all that kind of stuff as a songwriter. So that's how, and were that's you how
4: doing happened. this all by yourself? Like you were just, uh,
5: uh there was a gentleman Alex that that was uh by my side at the time, mm-hmm. you know, that helped and mm-hmm. uh
4: Like how did you know what you were looking for? I
5: didn't. I didn't know what I was looking for. I just know that that's where I needed to be. Really? Wow. Yeah.
4: What did you say when you were cold calling people?
5: Oh, you know, well they see it every day, right? There's probably 40 of them that walk up their stairs and you just say, "Hey, I'm a country music artist want want you to listen to my stuff. Let me know what you think. Mm-hmm. You know, looking to get into the business." That type of thing-hmm
4: and um how were they with you because you were from Detroit?
5: oh a lot of people thought it was a novelty mm-hmm. you know because uh people don't realize how big country music is up here mm-hmm. you know YCD is yeah they, if yeah. not the biggest the biggest mm-hmm. radio station mm-hmm. share here in the city so um you know it you got both sides. You know, some people thought it was really cool. Other people said, well, you don't have twine, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, it, you know. yeah. <laughs> we're having
0: so, that conversation. Yeah. How,
4: yeah. how long did it take when you moved to Nashville for you to get the first deal?
5: Uh, let me see. I moved there on January 9th, 2010, and by June, we were cutting the record. Really? Yeah. Yep.
4: Wow. So, you didn't really experience much like of the about, rejection yeah. then
5: oh no there know. was a lot of rejection yeah <laughs> because i mean you know you sign the deal you you get the record cut and everything else and then there's still plenty of rejection after that you mm-hmm. know what i mean
4: right because then you have to shop it yeah mm-hmm.
5: exactly so mm-hmm.
4: and how did you learn to handle the rejection because that's seems to be the uh the biggest part of the music business
5: i don't know you know it doesn't bother me it doesn't it does, no i mean hey i realize i'm not to be everybody's favorite cup Mm -hmm. of tea you know what i mean and and what you said earlier about surrounding yourself with Mm -hmm. people stuart frankie i don't know if you guys know him he's a great great artist here based out of uh, huntington woods uh big influence on me and he told me before i moved he goes similar he said surround yourself with either a people that love you or people that love your music and you'll be fine Mm. you know one of the one of the traps of nashville and and I say this openly, you know, right even to my uh, my producer now and, and my manager now down in Nashville that I talked to, you know, 90% of that city, the music business is in that city is meant to take money from people who want to be in the music business and they promise them stuff that they can't deliver. Mm.
4: Selling the dream. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm.
5: And there's so many people from up here that I know that, you know, their main goal is to go down there and record in a studio down there, right? Or do that, but you got to go through certain avenues, and you got to pay so much money. Mm-hmm. And okay. and I am like, why don't right. do it? Mm-hmm. Right, everything is right here.
4: I agree with you. You yeah. know what
5: I mean? Yeah. And and not to say there is not a time to approach it, right? You know what I mean? But to to think you have to do that route, especially in today's Spotify world and right. everything else, it's all changed. You don't need to do it, and people down there they need to make a living.
4: Mm -hmm. yeah right so
5: so a lot of people and i'm not saying everybody's like this there's good people down there that Mm -hmm. that that i've worked with and i know other people i've worked with but there's a lot of lot of mm, people that say they can do stuff for you but they can't
3: yeah Mm -hmm. wow Wow. so now you were saying how a lot you know you had people that took you um under their wing do you have anybody like that in your life right now that you're kind of mentoring or
5: no, well, it's funny you mentioned that because there were several, I've always had this idea of exactly what I talked about, you know, my experiences in Nashville and seeing like the next generation of,
0: mm-hmm.
5: you know, uh, I heard Todd Michael on here, it's the podcast that mm-hmm. I listen to mm-hmm. to prefer, you know, and, you know, I, I ended up, I've always wanted to start like a support group for musicians. Oh, you know, wow. that's a great it, idea. You yeah. know, up here, because to me in this city, there's a, and I'm talking strictly like the country thing because that's what I know, right? Mm-hmm. But there's been too much competitiveness between mm-hmm. between the musicians mm-hmm. and not enough you know, support between one another. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean that, you know, there's competition. Somebody gets to open for somebody and there's like this big competition and there might be some backstabbing or Mm -hmm. some Mm -hmm. talk behind backs and stuff like that. Why? Mm -hmm. Why? If, if one of my friends or an artist that I know gets a cool gig, Mm -hmm. I'm the first one to pat him on the back and say, go for it, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And, and, and so I really wanted to build kind of like a nurturing
2: that's a great idea. Mm. Type thing. Really so, You'd let me know when the meetings are. I will yeah. be there. Well, <laughs> yeah. oh, really? we, we had <laughs> one. You know, I invited oh, okay. uh,
5: a few people that I really know and respect mm-hmm. in the business to, to kind of start it up. And the artists that we've, that I, RJ Harper is uh, one of them, Carrie Holmes, another country artist. Of course, these are all like country mm-hmm. people because I know them. And Danny Vitani. Okay. And so, you know, we agreed and it's just called like Salt City Detroit is what we're calling it because mm-hmm. we wanted it to be Detroit because that's where we are, but mm-hmm. we didn't want to be obvious with the Detroit thing. So, yeah. so you know, Detroit has one of the largest salt mines right under the city that no one even knows about. Mm-hmm. So, wow. yeah, so I saw that. but the whole idea behind this whole thing is like, you know, I when I moved back from Nashville because I had a son, you know, I, I still... I was going back and forth all the time. And so finally I said, you know what? I need to build a studio up here so I don't need to go down there as much because mm-hmm. I need to be with my boy. I wasn't mm-hmm. going to be an absentee father. Mm-hmm. So I I talked to my producers down there, Ed C, who, you know, did all the Martina McBride stuff and wow. Is wow. great. And then Russ Avitson is the other gentleman I work with down there who is, you know, uh Behind the whole icky breaky heart, one of the gentlemen, oh, wow. architects of that whole thing. Mm-hmm. So I told him, I said, What equipment do I need to be able to, you know, record at least my vocal up here, mm-hmm. you know, and they could do the studio work? Well, it kind of grew from there. And I ended up just remodeling my whole basement. Oh, wow. Into wow. a studio. Mm-hmm. And so I got a full functioning studio in the basement. So, <clears throat> you know, but I wasn't a mixing engineer uh-huh. or a recording engineer, but I, you know, but I do have YouTube and Google and yeah, right. right. YouTube, and, you, yeah, yeah, exactly. So,
0: <laughs>
5: so I just started teaching myself, you know, and this was years of you know trial and error, right? You know, and um, to so finally, you know, I had had a pretty good ear for it. So, you know, my idea to all these people that I originally talked to was like, if if you want to cut a demo or if you want to do something don't pay for it just come over to my house mm. and like rj harper's a great guitarist mm-hmm. so you know what if we need a guitar on it rj come on over yeah everybody supports mm-hmm. one another instead of right you know uh
3: Cut that's throat. how it should yeah, be yes, though. yeah yeah absolutely yeah. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah. now if i fully believe this too especially with the younger generation if a lot of these solo acts that are out there if they formed like a super group
0: Ooh. you know what i mean
5: yeah of of uh You know, there's always strength in numbers, Mm -hmm. but everybody wants to be the person out front, Mm -hmm,
4: right? I mean, I'm
5: David Shelby. There's not. (laughs) (laughs) It's not Alabama, (laughs) you know what I mean?
1: So, so I get it. You know what I mean? But there's all kinds
5: of ideas to to do it from you know what I've learned in my experiences Mm -hmm. there. But
4: so. Mm I was gonna. Well, you talked about how you did go through a period of stepping away from it for a while. Yeah, and then you went back into it. Um, How did you know that this is what you're supposed to be doing?
5: I always knew it. It was just trying to keep the faith of finding a way to to do it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And sometimes stepping away is is the thing that you need to do Mm -hmm. and take care of yourself for a while and reignite that fire, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. And you just have to have perseverance. I mean, you know, I, I played in everything from polka bands in college to pay the bills to, you know, being on I can't the see him in polka. No. Yeah, no. I'm Polish. I can sing Polish, but I don't know what I'm singing.
2: I respect that so much. Me That's too. Awesome. I'm Italian. I feel very
4: similar. Yeah, right. I don't know what they're saying, but we're dancing. So, so do you do you write all your own music then?
5: I mean, I co-write. You co-write? You know, co-write or mm-hmm. like in the case of like my first single, you know, that was based on a necessity. Uh, had a big house fire in April, mm. so. Oh. My studio got shut down. The house is uh, can't live in it right now, mm-hmm. right? So wow. Uh, so I was mixing my next single, uh, actually a song I co-wrote with Frankie Jason Turner.
4: Shout out to Frankie. <laughs> yeah. what, what song, song is Frankie? that? Mm-hmm. It's called Believe.
5: Oh. And um, so was
4: this just this past April.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, two oh months ago. Goodness. So oh, wow. as a matter of fact, Friday the trusses came in. They start the rebuild. So okay. I'm pr- pretty excited about that. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So um so this song i recorded originally uh back with ed and russ when i first moved to nashville and it was kind of like stuff back in the archives because it was a cover you know but it was just like kind of one of those test tracks that you do Mm -hmm. and then we're like well we got to release something we got to release something so i went back in the archives and i found it i'm like what if we polish this up and Mm-hmm. Put it out there just to get something out there until my house gets rebuilt. I
1: can have my studio
4: back. <laughs> wow.
5: Wow. So so that's how this, yeah. this song came to be released.
4: So this is whatever it takes. Yep. Right? Okay. Yep. We're gonna listen to that right now.
1: A strangled smile fell from your face. It kills me that I hurt you this way. The worst part is that I didn't even know. Now there's a million reasons for you to go. But if you could find a reason to stay, I'll I whatever takes to turn this around. I know what's at stake. I know that I've let you down. And if you give me a chance, believe that I could change. I'll keep us together, whatever it takes. If we're gonna make this work You gotta let me inside Even though it hurts Don't hide the broken parts That I need to see She said like it or not It's the way it's gotta be Cause you gotta love yourself If you could ever love me I'll do whatever to turn this around I know what's at stake I know that I'd let you down And if you give me a chance Give me a break I'll keep us together I know you deserve much better But remember the time I told you The way that That I'd be lost without you And never find myself So let's hold on to each other Above everything else Start over Start over I'll do whatever it takes To turn this around I know what's at stake Chance. Believe that I can change I'll keep us together within
4: beautiful oh my gosh i love that look you made
3: me believe that you would do whatever it yeah yeah i like your version better than the original i love that yeah yeah definitely
4: convincing yeah yeah Yeah.
5: i mean my the one advice you know that that i give people you know looking to get into this business is be prepared to reinvent yourself over Mm. and over and over and over i mean unless you catch lightning in a bottle that Mm -hmm. always happens right but you know for most of the people that have dreams and aspirations of being in this business, you try it one way, then you have to do it another, then you have to do it another, you have to do it another until you break through somehow. Mm, you that
4: know? That's a really good point. It is. Um, there seems to be like a confusing message in the business, I think. On one hand, you hear an artist should be very transparent and authentic, and then you hear... An artist needs to do what they're supposed to do before they can do what they want to do. And it just seems to be Mm -hmm. conflicting. Like, how do you know when to reinvent?
5: Uh, Here's what happens. You know, sometimes when you start working with people, they try and take you and mold you into something to put you in a box. Mm -hmm. Case in point, me. When I first started going down there, hey, kid from Detroit, great, let's make him sing country music and you know back then i wasn't writing as much so it was getting pitched a lot of songs mm-hmm. you know and
3: did you always write did you from the time you started yeah playing, yeah, yeah you always did oh, yep. okay
5: uh no one and i uh wrote my first album but then when you first moved to nashville as well i mean uh, most of the or a lot i should say a lot of the business of music in nashville is songwriters
0: Mm-hmm. you know,
5: right and it's publishing and you
0: right. and
5: back then you know uh my producers would take me around to every publishing house in on music row and they would play you songs and you sit there and you're like and i'm hearing songs about you know uh, great songs but just not for, for a guy from detroit mm-hmm. yeah you know yeah. and and so it that took years and i'm still figuring it out mm-hmm. now uh-huh. you know I, i'm never done kind of playing around with that, you know, yeah, and figuring out exactly how I fit in too.
4: Mm-hmm. So how do you reinvent yourself then?
5: Here's what, what worked for me was just to say, screw it. I'm not going to try and fit in any box. I'm just going to do what I feel that I want to do mm-hmm. and what what songs that I feel like I want to sing and do. And one of the ones that's, that's coming up, totally different, you know, and uh wrote it uh with a couple guys down in Nashville and we as we're writing this we're laughing so hard because <laughs> the song is ridiculous. <laughs> you know what I mean?
4: Sounds like a hit. <laughs> yeah.
5: Right. And we're like, there's no way this thing has legs or anything mm-hmm. else. And we played it for the producers was like, you know, this is quirky enough. Just mm-hmm. do it. You know what I mean? So I mean that's the part is you reinvent yourself by just listening to your gut Mm
0: -hmm. you
5: know and if it tells you to go another direction do it because one you're going to enjoy yourself a lot more and you're going to not pound your head against the wall a lot because at least you love what you're doing yeah you know and uh, you know when you when you pitch yourself as an artist and i've seen this a lot the worst thing to do is like to go into somebody that you're doing it Here's my CD, and and I hope that you know you enjoy it. Yeah, keep in mind, I mean it was a windy day. <laughs> yeah. and I didn't really want to. You, know, you know what I mean? I mean, the best thing to do is you, you want to be you want to be authentic in yourself, and you yeah. just kind of go here. Yeah, that's me. Mm-hmm. Either you like me or you don't. Yeah. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. so but you got to like yourself and what you're. What How you're, do you?
2: have that mindset though of you have to like me and this is me. And cause I feel like, especially in this business, it's like, Oh, well there's this person doing this and I gotta kind of be like that. And like, how do you like, how did you believe me? I know it's, discovery it's,
5: at least in country. It's, it's five times as hard for the ladies yeah. in country, you know? Mm. Um, yeah, it's, it's such a personal journey for everybody. It's, yeah. it's hard. But for me, uh, you know, it, it's when I, what i talked about earlier when i stopped caring about you know who's getting what gig and and, and mm-hmm. all that kind of when i mm-hmm. just let all that go and just say you know what i'm just going to make the music i love and that i enjoy if the people like it then then great mm-hmm. if they don't then great too mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. but i'm proud of it yeah you know so it's just uh it, it's a transformative growing you know getting growing up a little bit too mm-hmm. you know what I mean mm-hmm. and and just it's hard to say you know how it's it's a personality thing mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. I, I'm a typically optimistic type person people mm-hmm. that meet me I like to joke around have fun yeah. and stuff mm-hmm. like that and I here's the biggest thing I don't take myself seriously at all mm-hmm. you know what I mean so when you when you talk to promoters or you meet great people like yourselves or something like that oh. you know be thankful to be there be humble mm-hmm. and just you know have a good time with people mm-hmm. and and even in my live shows you know i you know you feed off the energy of the crowd so
4: yeah wow that's yeah. really
5: good advice. Yeah, it is really great advice. great. <laughs> <It really laughs> was there advice yeah, in there? Right I there. thought it was kind of wordy. No. <laughs> no, it was no. great. No. Yeah. By the yeah. way, you're talking way too much. I know, <laughs> <laughs> Just, I'm, I'm an observer. Oh, okay. <laughs> she, she's
2: she's a good listener. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, she hears me,
4: bitch, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so, I like to listen to people. <laughs> so <laughs> where are you at today? Because I know we're. I'm at we podcast Oh, I mean, in your in your journey. I'm like what's the big picture so you're it sounds like you're developing a group that could eventually turn into probably a non-profit group
5: yeah, something like that I mean yeah. we're gonna we're gonna see how it goes I mean mm-hmm. it's just a, a support group you know to see there. like I know I I'll think give you're a
4: shout out to, like mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
2: to country artists our yeah. pop rock ish singers invited <laughs> yeah. Yeah, saying, no, it's, <laughs> yeah it's musician you know okay. yeah. or
5: like, like I'll I give a shout really out cool. right now like uh, you know like, in my studio, I'm working with Rob Stone from WICD, uh, Carrie Holmes, God bless her, she was the first one that actually took one of, like, let me engineer and produce one of her tracks oh, on wow. her latest album.
4: She's a country singer, yes. right? Yeah, I, 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 really I think I yeah. got something about her. I'm not sure if it yeah. Was her. Yeah, and and Danny you,
5: Vitani is an amazing artist. Oh, yeah, I've wonderful. seen her. Yeah,
4: She's mm-hmm. wonderful.
5: And... And I'll give a shout out to R.J. Harper, who's having his EP release party Friday at Coyote Joe's in Shelby Township. Oh, I'll be on. there. So cool. So you know, just everybody out there listening, man. Live music doesn't happen without people right, there people. to listen to it, yeah. mm-hmm. and these you know clubs need people to mm-hmm. support it. So you know, get out and support live music.
2: It sounds like what I it's you're you're also a fan.
5: Yeah, you know, exactly. which is very
2: cool because oh, yeah. I do think people get caught up in their own art mm, yeah. and they forget that. It's still music, and like, and I, I always say, like, there's enough room on my iPad for everyone. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, or there's right. enough room in my Apple Music right. for all, you right. know, yeah. for all these different artists. Right. I don't exclusively yeah. listen to one person. And right. it, it just sounds like the group that you're putting together or the support group is just really amazing mm-hmm. and supporting and staying a fan. Basically. Oh, I know. Like, yeah. right now,
5: I'm totally obsessed with this song by Jeffrey Steele that Colin Ray recorded called Couldn't Last a Moment. Look it up. I, I highly recommend it. I mean, it's one of them songs that, that you listen to, and I'm like, mm. repeat. Yeah. Repeat, yeah. Repeat. I, we've all got, we've yeah. All, I, all got some. I was
4: checking my phone. I did get something about Carrie Holmes. Is that mm-hmm. her oh, name? Cool. Carrie, Holmes. Yeah. She's gorgeous, by the way. We got to have her on the <laughs> show. She sounds yeah. great. Yeah. Um, I know. We are wrapping up I time. time. Well, you have a big show coming up, don't, right?
5: I've got, you know, where I'm at now is uh, kind of in my career is that I, I get to do the gigs that I want to do.
2: That's awesome. know, nice. And
5: and you know work in the studio, so I'm real fortunate about that uh, to spend time with my son and and have a good deal. So um, getting back into playing, and let me see uh, later on this month. By the way, everything's on my Facebook page. Okay, Just good. search David Shelby or DavidShelbyMusic.com. Okay, great. Okay, and oh, and please, 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 my people would kill me if I didn't say this. <laughs> you know, independent artists, one of the main only sources of revenue and streams and their way to break in and get noticed now is the streaming services. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you look on my Facebook page, we got contests going on to win right. a guitar I saw right that. now to stream whatever it takes. So go take a listen. But please, you know, check my page out on Spotify, Pandora, uh, iTunes, Apple Music, all the streaming services. Please check it out and, uh, you know, would really appreciate the uh The downloads and the streams. Are you
3: involved in the jazz festival in
1: Detroit?
5: I used to be. I used to be back as a trumpet player. But, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, some of the songs that that I have now, you know, I I like to sneak trumpet in. As a matter of fact, for John Paul, I actually, Frankie had me do a little... Oh. horn section thing oh, for awesome. one of his demos oh. <laughs> yeah cool. yeah wow so. right? no i was like where, where's yeah, the rocky, poor rocky. <laughs> uh, <laughs> frankie never asked me to so yeah. uh, well i'm gonna have to have a word with him.
2: Him. <laughs> <Jump> <laughs> a favorite yeah. i've accepted We're it kidding. at this point <laughs> how,
4: how do you define success in this industry
5: <sighs> you know success is all personal and relative mm-hmm. to what you feel like you're successful in. I mean, if somebody wants to be a musician and they're only a musician Sunday mornings at their church, mm. you know, that's that's success to them. Mm-hmm. For me, success is to be able to uh, keep on doing what I love and and making enough money to support my habit, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Because, you know, you wake up and you feel like, all right, I need to be a musician, you know? So, so uh, that success to me is just to be able to uh, say, you know, I, I'm not saying you need the, you know, sellout stadiums and everything else. It's just you need to be happy. Success mm-hmm. means you're just happy doing what you do.
4: Yeah. It's a good definition. I like that. I like, I that. like Long that. time to get there, but I said it. <laughs> how, how old is your son?
5: He's five. Okay. Aww. So
4: when he's 14, 15, yep. 16, says, Dad, I want to be a musician. Mm-hmm. I want to be a rock star. Yeah. What advice are you going to give him?
5: Um, You know, everything that i said today you know and i'll be a dadager i'm sure uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. but uh, but you know i would just encourage just mm-hmm. encourage him to explore everything that he would want to do
0: mm-hmm.
4: great Aww. what's been the highlight so far of your career
5: wow so many probably getting to do a concert with uh, hank williams jr oh wow.
4: wow and
5: then uh shows i got coming up Dooley's in roseville i believe on the 27th. 27th.
4: Yes, you're with Brian Shram, so. yeah. Right. I yep. put it on my calendar. And George Need I think is on that bill. Yeah. Too.
5: Yep. So, uh that'll be a big show. Uh and then right after that, uh Ribstock up in Caseville. Oh, the right people then. that do the Fine. Yeah, it's a big rib festival. I've been mm-hmm. doing that this I think is my 11th year doing it. Wow. wow. That's huge. So, uh
2: What's the date on that one, do you know?
5: That's the 29th. Oh,
2: of ju- June.
5: Yeah. Okay. And Danny Vitani's playing on the same oh, right bill on. with oh, me. Oh, cool. Then we got the Anchor Bay uh, Music Festival after that. And then uh, the big show for me is with Kid Rock uh, August 29th, I think, in Putten Bay, Ohio.
4: Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. How wow. Fine. Cool. Yeah, yep. so really fun. Yeah. So do you do all your own booking and uh, networking and stuff like that, or do you have a team of people?
5: Um, you know, I'm at the point now where I handle a lot personally, but, mm-hmm. you know, a uh, Kenny Bott's been a, a dear friend oh, okay. of mine for I a know, lot of yeah, years, yeah we know Kenny, yeah, mm-hmm. so so you know He's oh doing a lot. absolutely. Oh, Kenny's cool. been instrumental,
4: oh yeah, so. um, how much of the business how much of the time do you spend as an entrepreneur on on your music, running it like a business
5: making business decisions? Oh, it's probably ninety percent. Preparation oh. and ten percent performance. Ah, there you wow. go. You know, yeah.
4: t- t- that's why you're where you're at. Yeah. Well, I'm writing yeah. <laughs> <went> down. For <laughs> yeah. Sure. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's Let's face it. You know,
5: a ninety minute show is a ninety minute show. But mm-hmm. you know, writing music and recording music and yeah, to get to that 90 it, pr- promotion. Show. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah,
4: yeah. What's been the biggest struggle so far? <sighs> or like, what do you wish somebody would have told you about the business?
5: I wish somebody was where I'm at right now told me everything that, that I said about, you know, uh, don't try to fit in a box, mm-hmm. you know, just be, mm-hmm. be yourself and be who you are. So,
4: all right. That's oh, great yeah, advice. That's and I amazing. know we'd have to yeah. wrap it up cause we're getting the signal over here. So David, thank you so thank much you for really. taking the time, time to be here. We got to have you back.
5: Oh, Hey, all right. anytime.
4: Let's get part two. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Okay. And we're going to, this is how we end our show here. Oh really? Yeah. yeah
5: so, all right. me broken. I'm sorry. All
4: right, so we toss our cookies and whatever way the prongs face, that means that fortune was meant for you. Ooh, Where and you yours? rang the bell. That's <laughs> yours. This be yeah. mine. Go ahead. I think this one's this. Right. That's mine. Yeah. Oh, look at you guys switching fortunes over there. <laughs> All right. How do we want to end this one? Whatever it takes? Whatever it takes. Yeah. Whatever it takes.
2: So we always pick, a, pick an ending phrase and we try and relate it to our wonderful guest. So today we'll close it with whatever it takes. You will travel like
3: and come into a fortune, whatever it takes. Ooh. Ooh.
5: Don't look behind you. What? No, just <laughs> You will find luck when you go home.
0: Ooh, whatever, whatever, whatever it, it takes. takes. Yeah. yeah.
2: The current year will bring you much happiness. Aww. I like that one. Whatever, whatever it takes. Yep. Happier, da- happier
4: days are definitely ahead of you, whatever, whatever it, takes. it takes. Uh-huh. Bide Woo-hoo. your time for success is near whatever it takes. Whatever it we're going to do it. So we're going to close the show with um what's the name of the song Burning Down the Barn? Is uh, that the name of the song? Burn- yes. What's the
5: name? whichever one you guys yeah, want. Yeah, we're going to we're going <laughs> to close it with that one.
4: But what's the what's the title? Exact title. Burning Down the Barn. Oh, it burn is right. Okay. Burn. Burning Down the, the Barn. Burn. Yep, Burning Down the
2: Barn. And um you can find David Shelby at davidshelbymusic.com. Yes. Is that correct? Okay, and uh, f- follow him on Facebook, Instagram, all that jazz. and You can get his music um, on all digital platforms.
4: And uh, I, if you're going to go to the – is it Dually's in Roseville, yeah. the, that yes. show? Because that's yep. going to be packed. Yeah. So you I better get there, there early. early. Get there at noon.
2: Reserve your spot. Yeah. <laughs> and thanks for listening to The Nooner Show. Our show today is brought to you by Synergy Development. You can call them for any of your construction job uh, needs. Um, they are reliable, reasonable, and the experts at what they do. So you can, uh, we have the link to them on our Facebook page. And thank you for listening. We hope you get inspired to take a leap of faith. Don't forget to subscribe to The Nooner Show wherever you listen to podcasts. You can like us on Facebook, and you can follow us on Instagram at The Nooner Show.
3: And remember, sometimes the only mode of transportation
4: available is the leap of faith. Thanks for taking a leap thank of faith. You.
2: Happy hump day. Yeah.